The checkpoint on RNZ National. Telehealth workers have just finished a 24-hour strike, their second in a month, after union members voted on Friday to reject the latest pay offer from their employer. The telehealth service Whakarungaro, which runs Healthline GP After Hours, the Poison Centre, Mental Health Crisis Support and other services, says it wants to pay its staff more but needs more government funding. Ruth Hill reports. With GP appointments in short supply and emergency departments overflowing, people needing urgent health advice are increasingly being told to ring a helpline. Joy, who lives on the Kapiti coast, was isolating at home with COVID a few weeks ago when her face went numb and she started losing feeling down one side of her body. Fearing she was having a stroke, she decided to call Healthline. There was a message that said there was a 60-minute wait time, I'll be in a queue, and then we had about four lovely songs on rotation while I was waiting. It switched around, like it kind of would go 60 minutes and then you'd be, your wait time is five minutes. Your wait time is 60 minutes. Joy ended up waiting well over an hour for her call to be answered, by which point the feeling had started to return to her face and arm. When I finally got through to someone, they were actually amazing and, you know, apologised for the wait, of course, and just really helpful, really thorough. Yes, so that was great, and I sort of felt reassured. In the year to June, there were 2.2 million calls to the 35-plus helplines run by Whakarongaro, which is jointly owned by ProCare and Pegasus Health. Mental health nurse and PSA delegate Jane Macquarie says many of her telehealth colleagues are quitting. Not able to you know, live properly on the wages paid. There's high levels of sickness with rosters being difficult to fill. Shifts are often left short-staffed, increasing the stress on the workers on duty. With all this going on, we're seeing increased wait times. Nurses' organisation delegate Bruce Tomlinson says the latest offer of a 3.75% pay rise following mediation talks after the first strike last month isn't good enough. When comparing it with uh, other organisations that have had pay rises recently, like the senior doctors and dental workers, they settled with a 7% pay rise. Bruce Tomlinson says that's particularly galling when Whakarongaro returned a surplus of $7 million last financial year. Whakarongaro spokesperson Anna Campbell says surpluses are reinvested, most recently on upgrading IT and call management systems, developing new programs and staff training. In a written statement, she agrees it's unfair that telehealth nurses are paid less than those working in hospitals, which is why Whakarongaro has joined forces with other providers to lobby the government. While the recent historic pay equity settlement for te whatu ora nurses and healthcare workers is great, it has created a stark pay gap with those working in primary and community care and telehealth. Most helplines were available during the strike, but with reduced staffing and priority given to services supporting people in immediate danger. Tefata Ora, which funds the service, along with the Ministry of Social Development, ACC and Corrections, says during the strike it boosted staffing levels at emergency departments and some acute mental health teams. There's no date yet set for further talks.